10 by Casa Luna, which is going to be withdrawn. That's a request for a special exception uh, to operate an entertainment establishment at 411 Granby Street, Suite 10. And we have further requests uh, on the commission's part to continue item number one, which is the City Planning Commission for a text amendment to sections 15-1.2 and 15-3.1 of the zoning ordinance in order to modify the method used to calculate minimum parking requirements and to limit the availability of reduced parking for uses associated with buildings in the suburban character district. Number two is a request by the Norfolk Redevelopment and Housing Authority for a change of zoning from R12 medium density multifamily and BFRPO, which is Bayfront Residential Parking Overlay to C3 Retail Center on a portion of properties located at 9558 through 9574 21st Bay Street. Uh, I don't know if you have people here to speak on any of those items, but the motion before you would be to continue the items as noted and accept the withdrawal. That uh, would be Lenny, thank you. I think yep. we do have some app, uh, some folks here who did want to speak on regular agenda item number one, the City Planning Commission issue with regard to the parking regulations. Uh, let's begin by Mr. starting with Mr. Klaus Elman. My name is Klaus Elman. I reside at 201 West 21st Street in Norfolk. Thank you very much for allowing me to speak. And I'm delighted to hear that this item is going to be um, continued. The, the neighborhood, and as a property owner, I will really uh, welcome the opportunity to better understand what this proposal means to property owners in, in traditional neighborhoods and uh, have a chance to see how it would impact, maybe in a positive way, maybe in a negative way, the, the, the neighborhood. So thank you very much for considering continuing this and give us a chance to really understand what, what, what the language in the code means. I only heard about this item through the Virginia pilot and this morning through phone calls. Thank you very much. Thank you, Klaus. Uh, Lenny, as a point of clarification, George, can you explain how this will affect the parking in the PCO districts? Um, sure, I really, really the, the PCOs are, um, have separate parking standards that are um, not generally um, applicable across the, the city. Um, so there are going to be, within the PCOs, um, the, the issue would be handled differently um, than the, the general uh, provisions that, that are being established. Um, and, um, you know, the other thing to, to note is that um, I believe that one of the concerns was the minimum number of parking spaces being three. Um, for very small um, establishments, less than 2,000 square feet, um, there is no parking requirement at all um, in the, the zoning. So um, those are things that, that we'll want to talk about with you all and, and um, potentially have a um, at least one or two neighborhood meetings to, to try to explain before we bring this back. Thank you. Thank you, George. Bobby, you approached the podium. Did you have something? <laughs> I was just available to assist Mr. Home with this. Okay. Yeah. Any, any further clarification, commissioners? We yep. Thank you. Let's uh, also acknowledge uh, to speak with regard to this application, uh, Ms. Elaine Loria. 
Good afternoon. Um, thank you for allowing me to address the commission, and I understand this has already been continued. Uh, my name is Elaine Luria. I live at 7421 Glen Eagles Road in Norfolk. Um, I'm the owner of the Mermaid Factory. I have two business locations, one at 919A West 21st Street in Ghent, and the second at the Oceanfront in Virginia Beach. Uh, we opened our business Mermaid Factory in 2013 in the portion of West 21st Street that's across from uh, where the Fresh Market has since opened. I wanted to bring up this example and then uh, further discuss that in my, um, my points here. Um, Rob and Thomas redeveloped that block. You're probably very familiar with it. There's seven businesses located there as well as two residential units for mixed use. I went through the different parking codes trying to understand them this morning and how it would apply to that particular, um, particular location. Um, the best I could tell from the new ordinance and understanding how it would work, it would need in the neighborhood of 23 parking spaces, then with the 50% reduction um, down to 11.5 parking spaces. Although we are fortunate to have a small lot adjacent to us um, that serves the seven businesses of Mermaid Factory, Table 7 Antiques, Robin Thomas's office, Streets Restaurant, the Hair Salon Hair Icon, and the Bon Bonnier, which is a, a confectionery, um, as well as two residential units. Um, that still would not have been enough in this case to meet the new code requirement in Gen as the traditional district as this would be applied. I think that there's similar examples across Norfolk and I think that in re-examining this we should look at projects that have happened and occurred within the last five years and how if the new code was applied to those projects would they have been allowed to move forward with the parking restrictions that we're going to apply. Um, specific areas that I thought that this would impact the most were Ghent where I have a personal interest as a business owner um, and I came to learn that the Ghent Business Association wasn't aware of this um, or any formal discussions uh, made with them prior to today. I also thought it would significantly um, impact things that are, are moving forward in Riverview, in Chelsea, the area of North Collie. Uh, and I see an, an item on the agenda today for North Collie on 41st Street uh, where something like this could apply. Um, 35th Street. Um, and Colonial Avenue, the corridor between 23rd and 29th Street, where there's a lot of new businesses and a lot of people looking to repurpose those buildings, as well as the Arts District. Um, so first and foremost, I think the three spaces creates an undue burden, but maybe I misunderstood the, the requirement, the minimum area that would even require that. Um, another thing that came up when I reread the code was the conforming use within the last two years. I think when we're looking at these types of buildings that have either been abandoned, used for industrial purposes, or not used at all in the last two years, they may not have a confirming use. Um, so putting that two-year restriction um, may be a little bit um, excessive, specifically when we're looking at repurposing buildings. Um, I think that the expense and then the complexity of the parking survey that's outlined in the potential ordinance uh, would be an undue burden to landlords. Um, so first and foremost, in reviewing this and uh, bringing it back before the Planning Commission upon further review, I think that we should look at the projects that happened within the last five years, how many developments wouldn't have happened um, had that new code been in place, um, and then what are the negative and positive impacts to the community caused by the parking situation in these new developments that have occurred. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Laurie. Uh, also here to speak with regard to this application, Robert Blondin. <laughs> Pretty smart, Mr. Blonder. <laughs> uh, before we call for the vote on the withdrawal and the two continuances, commissioners, any comment, question? Mr. Uh, Newcomb. The uh, motion uh, is to accept the, the withdrawal and to continue items one and two until the public hearing to be held on August the 25th 
216 at 2.30 p.m. in City Council Chambers, 11th floor, City Hall Building, Norfolk, Virginia. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. That will bring us down to regular item number three. This is a request by Halloran Construction Corporation for a special exception for mixed uses at 4009 through 4013 Collie Avenue and 801 through 809 West 41st Street. Thank you, Lenny. There is no opposition to this application. We do want to acknowledge the applicant, Mr. Bobby Howard. Uh, if you feel compelled, sir, you can speak to us. Thank you, sir. Are you sure? <laughs> the motion is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with that. We'll make that recommendation to council. Next item before you is number four, CLF Creations LLC for a special exception for mixed uses uh, located at 4914 Collie Avenue. Uh, thank you, Lenny. Um, I think we would probably like to see a presentation with regard to this particular application. Someone staff prepared for that? Okay. This is uh, an application in regards to 4914 Kali Avenue, CLF Creations. Um, the site is located on, I would say, Northern uh, Kali Avenue, um, almost at the corner in 50th and Kali. It's just one building down on the uh, east side of the street. Um, the applicant purchased a commercial building um, and uh, has made a request to us that she be allowed to use half of the building for a residential unit. Um, in the C2 district, which is what this district is, we do allow that by special exception. Um, the applicant has submitted uh, a floor plan. So this would show how the applicant proposes to use the building as half residential uh, and half commercial. One of the other uh, requirements in the zoning ordinance is that at least half of the first floor be used for commercial. Um, she is indicating that that is the case. She actually has two businesses that she's going to be locating um, at this site. Kali Avenue, in, particularly in this area, is a growing commercial area, and this type of use, um, you approved the, uh, the uh, application just prior to this. That is also mixed use very close to this as well. Same thing, commercial on the, that one is going to be commercial on the first floor, uh, residential above. But uh, mixed uses, commercial and residential, uh, is exactly what we're looking for in this neighborhood. Um, and as a result, staff is recommending that the application be approved. Um, and we do have uh, a set of conditions. Um, that we are uh, uh, attaching to that approval. The first one is it ties it to this uh, floor plan, so we are sure that it meets the uh, requirements in the zoning ordinance. And it says the res residential unit shall occupy no more than 50% of the building. The commercial unit shall occupy at least 50% of the building. And then no occupancy of the residential unit shall occur until all necessary building permits have been obtained and approved and a final certificate of occupancy has been issued. So all of that ensures that we're going to get what the zoning ordinance requires and really what, um, from a planning perspective, we see is something that um, is important for this quarter and wor works really well in this quarter. Thank you, Susan. Any questions of Ms. Pollock Hart, commissioners? Okay. Thank you. Uh, here to speak in favor of this application is uh, Faith Conlon. 
Good afternoon, Commissioners. My name is Faith Conlin, 4914 Collie Avenue, Norfolk, Virginia. It is my building that I've purchased here in February. We've done quite a lot of work to it. We look forward to being able to finish off the construction to meet the needs of the city via building code and zoning ordinances. Uh, the residence is for myself and the businesses are also in mine. I will house not only CLF Creations, but Westcott Company, which we've been here in the city for about 75 years now, proudly, and look forward to many more. I thank you for your time and hope you approve my application. Thank you. Any questions? Here to speak against this application, uh, Kenneth Black enough? I hope I said that right, sir. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Blankenship. Blankenship, excuse me, sir. Our address is 5541 of the Weatherby Way, uh, Suffolk, Virginia. Well, the question I have are a couple concerns pertaining to parking. Uh, there's no driveway or only street side access to the property. If you have, if you notice in your, the pamphlet that we've got, Across, my, my office is on 4916 Collie Avenue, which is right next door. If you look at the, the actual uh, photograph, there are two cars parked on the uh, Premier Soccer side that are actually on the median. And I understand that there is a lease as far as potential that she has with parking at 5008 Collie Avenue, which is University Peaks, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not sure exactly how that's going to work. The building is 27 feet wide. Um, we'd like to try and keep it the area all commercial if possible, simply because myself and the person uh, adjacent to us has spent a lot of money as far as upgrading uh, and changing some uh, businesses in the area. So just would like that to be a consideration. Thank you, appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. Also here to, uh, to answer questions uh, is uh, Ms. Rebecca Blankenship. Did you have any questions, Ms. Blankenship? No. And we do want to acknowledge Douglas Ransom. Did you want to speak, Mr. Ransom? No, just for my own application. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Commissioners. Uh, since we did have opposition, um, Ms. Conlon, if you have a few minutes, you can Absolutely. With regard to the parking issue, I have one car. There is city parking. I have leased for an indeterminate amount of time a spot at University Pizza, which has 40, 47 spots in it. However, with regard to the couple of cars that are in the picture, at the soccer building, I, I don't see where that has any bearing on my business at all. That sounds like something that he needs to take up with the soccer building. That doesn't, those aren't my cars parked there in the picture, nor have I ever parked on that medium, nor do I intend to park on that medium. So to me, that's unfortunately in this case, I would like to think that'd be a non-issue because it's, it just doesn't have any bearing. Um, Mr. Blankenship does have his own driveway in the back which he's welcome to use at any time, it's his. So it would be no different than my car being there for business purposes. It would just be there all the time. So I hope that this addresses the parking issue. 
Um, what is a indeterminate amount of time? <laughs> At this point in time, the lease is for two years, but the owner of that property has, or the owner of that business has no plans but to purchase that building in the future and stay there for as long as he possibly can. And it's a, it's a thriving business that is not going anywhere. So, and even in the event that University Pizza did close, there is quite a lot of street parking. As, as a matter of fact, Mr. Blankenship has actually taken to using the street parking instead of his own driveway, which I, I find odd, but I mean, it's street parking. It's there for everybody to use, yes? So. Thank you, Ms. Conlon. Any questions of Ms. Conlon at this point, commissioners? Thank you. Mr. and Mrs. Blankenship, any further comment on rebuttal? Thank you, commissioners. Question, comment, Mr. Newcomb. The motion before you is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halgens? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck. Item number five is New Horizons Outreach Ministries for the following special exceptions at one or at fifteen fifty-five through fifteen seventy-five Cary Avenue. A is a religious institution and B is a daycare center. The chair acknowledges that there is no opposition to this application at this time. Uh, we certainly would give those folks who spent the time to come down to speak the opportunity to do so if they so desire. Uh, again, I emphasize there is no opposition. We'll start with James Fox. My name is uh, James Fox. My residence is 719 Red Mill Road here in the city of Norfolk. I am the founder and pastor of the New Horizon Outreach ministries we have been at our present location for 23 years matter of fact our ministry has been in operation for 28 years and we have never had any problem with our neighbors and i have talked to many of the neighbors and they have no objections to what we are trying to do we we believe that uh providing daycare for struggling family, affordable, let's say, affordable daycare for struggling families and single mothers who are trying to go back to school or, or provide an income for their family. We feel uh, led to, to expand our outreach in this area and we're asking for your approval so we can move forward with our project. Thank you, sir. Any questions, commissioners? Thank you. Uh, also here to speak in favor of this application, uh, Ms. Matthews? I'm sorry, Sean Matthews. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, and the chair will acknowledge the following folks who are here in favor of this application but do not wish to speak. Uh, Ronald Anthony, Sylvia Freeman, Christina Williams, Evelyn Fox, 
Lula Robinson, Williams. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Uh, Karenia Weber, Tanya Williams. Okay. Frederick Williams is who I didn't get before. Um, uh, Elmer Toll, Jalen Williams, and Isaiah Williams. I bet the Williams family is well represented. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any questions, commissioners, comments? Lenny? The uh, motion to recommend that the special exceptions be approved, subject conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. And Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with that. So make that recommendation to council. Item number six uh, is Wendy's for a special exception to operate a commercial drive through at 1380 East Little Creek Road. Thank you, Lenny. Um, I think we are awaiting the presentation from staff on this application. This application is by Wendy's, and the site is located on East Little Creek Road uh, on the corner of East Little Creek and Buffalo Avenue um, at, the, at the, the end of the South Bayview uh, neighborhood. South Bayview is directly north of this uh, site. And the site is currently developed with the Wendy's restaurant on it right now. It's non-conforming in the sense that whenever the site was originally built, constructed, the uh, zoning ordinance did not require a special exception for a drive-through at that time. So it's grandfathered for that use, and since they are proposing to do a complete demolish and um, rebuild on the site, that's what's kicking them into this, um, into in front of you guys today and having uh, to get the special exception. So it will be a total uh, redesign of the site. The site is zoned commercial, does allow the use by special exception. And here is the um, conceptual site plan that the applicant has provided showing the, um, the Wendy's restaurant as proposed. Staff has no issues with this. We, um, we do have a letter of support from the South Bayview Civic League that they are excited and they have no objections to this application. If any of y'all have any questions, I'm here. Thanks, Matt. Uh, any questions, commissioners? Um, Comment? Question. Yes, ma'am. Is the proposed new structure, it looks actually smaller than uh, what is there currently? That it's it's a smaller footprint. Give me one second. The um, current building is uh, almost three thousand square feet, twenty nine hundred four hundred twenty nine uh, hundred forty square feet, and the proposed is twenty six hundred twelve. So it is a slightly smaller building. Yes. Well, more modern design. More modern design. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Matt. Uh, we do want to acknowledge Ms. Lisa Murphy. Good afternoon, Chairman, Vice Chairman, members of the Planning Commission. Again, for the record, my name is Lisa Murphy. I'm a local attorney with an office at 999 Waterside Drive, Suite 2100, right across the street here. Um, 
as Matt indicated, there's we really don't have uh, any issues with this. What you've got is a site where we're actually taking an existing restaurant that's over 30 years old, much like the one on Monticello that we talked about a few months ago, um, and doing what Wendy's refers to as a scrape and rebuild. You tear down the old store and you build a new one. Um, this and a few other cases where you have a non-conforming use, when we take down the store, because the drive-through is non-conforming, we need a special exception. So what's fascinating about these particular types of applications is the use is already there, the impact's there, you already know what it's going to be. Um, to Commissioner Austin's point, the store is, the new store is actually going to be about 300 square feet smaller. So as the staff report indicates, the um, traffic in impact actually goes down a little bit. Um, you have what you know is a given impact and you know that it's going to be less. So we don't have any issues and, and really the only um, challenge that we saw here was in the condition with regard to the site plan that leaves open um, what we see is potential to make for, for staff during site plan review to make some additional changes. Um, and our point is really only this. In order for this layout to work, and again, we're talking about a conceptual layout that's shown on this plan, we just want a recognition that Buffalo Avenue is going to be treated as the front because this, this property is narrow in a sense, and we do get some additional um, footage from the long, skinny piece you'll see there on the, uh, on the um, western side. But we do need to recognize Buffalo is the front for that 10-foot uh, landscape buffer. This has been discussed with staff. Our engineers um, feel importantly this, this is something that if, if you're going to change what you treat as the front, it's going to mean that the site may not fit. So that was really our, our only concern with regard to the conditions, was just making sure there was a recognition that that one particular component that's shown is something that, that everybody agrees, OK, this is what we're committing to. Um, otherwise, I think we've, you know, we've, we've got a good site. We agreed early on to close um, one of the access points on East Little Creek, even though, as the staff report indicates, it, it doesn't really appear to be warranted all that much. Um, so again, we're, we're committing to a, a site plan that's going to look like this layout. We just want to make sure that it's recognized, whether it be on the transcript or in the conditions, that Buffalo Avenue will be treated as the front yard for purposes of that that 10-foot landscape buffer. I've got um, Scott Jones today, who's the regional construction manager for Wendy's, and Greg Hayes with MSA, who can answer any construction-related questions. But again, that's it. It's a, a pretty straightforward site. I spoke with each of the three Civic League presidents, um, and they were all pleased that this was going to be redeveloped and that they were going to get something new and fresh at this location. I'm happy to answer any questions. And uh, we respectfully request that you grant this. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, question? Lisa, I do have a quick question. Uh, on Little Creek Road, you may or may not be familiar with it. They've been putting in a median down the middle of the road. Is that now in front of this store here? It actually isn't. Um, our engineer was just over there earlier today, and he can probably speak to it. But it stops um, just before the Wendy site, and then it starts up again on the other side. So there, there won't actually be a meeting, median block in the entrance. And, it, and again, we're not challenging closing the entrance, you know, one of the two on East Little Creek. We're just saying we've committed to certain things in this site layout. We just want a recognition that Buffalo Avenue will be treated as the front yard. The other thing I would ask, and just 
you just consider it is, you know, coming out of that drive through and trying to take a left on Little Creek Road is a dangerous proposition. So if you could try to find a way just to make it a right turn only out of that, it would be. I mean, that, that, that median they're putting in, in there right now is, I think, probably saving a lot of accidents because people are trying to come out of these stores and take a left turn, and it's dangerous. So if you could consider making a right turn only out of the drive through that would be. Yeah, I think at this point and, you know, the, the the discussions that were had early on and the concessions that were made early on was to, to remove one whole entrance on Little Creek. And as you'll see in the um, um, staff report, the traffic generation will actually decrease slightly. They haven't identified Little Creek Road adjacent to the site is severely congested. And there doesn't seem to be any language in the staff report that would war warrant any further changes. So we are making the situation better by closing one entrance. Um, I think it would be a little, I don't know that it would work necessarily um, to tweak that any further so that we would like to keep the way it is. Um, and again, the alternative is to keep the site exactly the way it is now, which I know Wendy's doesn't want to do and I know the community would prefer to have the upgrade. Question? Yes, ma'am. Um, you say that Buffalo Avenue is going to be treated with the landscaping? Yeah, well, there, but not Little Creek. There, no, Little, Little Creek has landscaping. It doesn't have the same treatment. What right. what the zoning ordinance does, it gives an opportunity when the when the two faces of a corner are in about eighty percent of each other, you can make the call. And in this case, they will have a larger buffer along Buffalo than they will on Little Creek Road. But there will be landscaping there. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this is mainly a traffic consideration. Um, no, it, it really just has to do with how the site gets laid out on that particular property. Mm -hmm. So we don't have five feet in the front. Uh -huh. We've got five feet on the Buffalo Avenue side. Gotcha. So okay. that's why we just want to get the commitment that I think everybody's in agreement that it'll be treated that way. We just want to make sure it's recognized so that we don't go back through site plan and have that end up being something that gets changed. Okay, thank you. Is there another question, Martin? Is that something we need to, on the record, determine? Is that something we can even determine, Adam? Uh, no, no, you can't. Um, as Lindy indicated, it's a determination that the zoning administrator can make. I'm also not aware that it can be determined through the site plan process. I don't think that's a site plan decision. Um, and if there's already been a determination made that the front yard's buffalo and it's going to be treated that way, um, then that determination is binding. Um, or it becomes binding, I think, after 60 days. So there's any number of ways to commit to that treatment, um, but this body doesn't have the power to decide it, um, and the site plan committee also doesn't have um, the opportunity to make the zoning administrator's determination. So it can be determined, but it wouldn't be done as part of this permit. Sounds like you're safe. Yeah, well, I would just say, and the whole purpose for me standing up here is that to let you know that we are relying on that determination and are going to proceed along those lines. So, um, you know, we'd hate to have it come up during site plan, given that we're relying on it at this point. Yeah, the, the, uh, the effect for Wendy's would be, and I appreciate it, the effect for Wendy's would be if that determination is changed um, and it changes the depths of those buffers, they basically can't use this right. special exception. They'd have to start all over. So right. they don't want to be stuck having to go back to square one. And to be perfectly blunt, we're committing will. to this layout, and we would hope that the city's committing to recognize this layout as well. I mean, that's that's really what we're saying in essence. Gotcha. Okay, any questions? Any other questions? 
Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Uh, Chair does also want to acknowledge here to answer the question regarding this application. I think the names have been called before the record, Greg Hayes, as well as Sean Jones. Uh, Mr. Homewood, uh, did you have any comment with regard to the modification? Uh, no, I think Mr. Melita addressed it. Okay. Um, we're, we're comfortable with the conditions as written and um, I mean, I, you know, for the record, I mean, we're hoping that this layout design is in fact the layout that, that works for everybody. But, you know, there's still a few things that are not part of, you know, there's not a complete stormwater management plan and a few other things that, um, you know, are addressed through the, the site plan process and that could you know, require a few tweaks here and a few tweaks there, um, but it's certainly not our anticipation that this is going to change in any dramatic way. Okay. Any other comment, commissioners? Hearing none, Lenny. The motion is to recommend that the special exception be approved, subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman. Aye. Mr. Hayes. Aye. Mr. Hales. Excuse me. Aye again. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Austin. Yes. Mr. Halchins. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Yes. Mr. Fraley. Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck. No Application number seven is Carmen's Cafe for a special exception. Operate an eating and drinking establishment at 9610 First View Street. Thank you, Lenny. The chair acknowledges that there is no opposition to this application, uh, but here to speak, if you show the desires, is Mr. John Willis. Good afternoon, Commissioners. Uh, I am John Willis. Uh, I live at 2240 Tarleton Drive in Norfolk. Uh, I am also a member of uh, Club 60. I'm on the Board of Governors, which is across the street from Carmen's Cafe. And if you look at the other small building that's right next to Club 60, that is the branch home for Branch 60 of the Fleet Reserve Association, which is a sea service veterans group. Uh, neither Branch 60 nor Club 60 has any objection to this. Matter of fact, we're for it. I have had dinner at Carmen's Cafe on several occasions. The food is good. They keep the place clean. They keep the exterior of the premises also clean. Like I said, I'm for it. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, we do want to acknowledge as well the applicant, Ms. Maria Carmen Camono. Carcamo, excuse me. Thank you, ma'am. You'd like to share something with us? Please, please come forward and give us your name and mail and address. I would like to tell good afternoon, everybody, and I would like to tell thank you for the support, for giving the opportunity. Okay, and I hope you do it every day better job. Good. Uh, give us your name and mail and address uh, for the record. Uh, my name is Maria del Carmen Carcam, and the address is ninety six ten, the first view, the Carmen's Cafe. And Carmen's Market all goes is together. Mm -hmm. And Thank I started my business in 2007 for Carmen's Market and Grocery. And I continue with Carmen's Cafe now. Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. The uh, motion is to recommend that special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halchins. Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? 
I will make that recommendation to Council of the Lug. Item number eight is Chipotle for a special exception to operate an eating and drinking establishment at 1087 North Military Highway. Thank you, Lenny. Um, there is no opposition, and uh, here to speak if necessary is Ann Crenshaw. You think it's necessary? I don't think so. Ann Crenshaw, I'm a member of Kaufman and Canoles, 150 West Main Street, Norfolk, Virginia. And only if you need, need any questions answered. Okay. I don't think there's any opposition here either. <laughs> going back, Thank going you. back to my chair. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chair, for the record, I'm going to abstain. It's my brother's an employee of this corporation. Thank you. Mr. Nuka. The uh, motion before you is to recommend that the special exception be granted subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman. Aye. Mr. Hales. Aye. Ms. Austin. Yes. Mr. Halchins. Aye. Note for the record, Mr. Thomas abstains. Mr. Fraley. Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck with that. Thank you. Application number nine is Bardo for a special exception to operate an eating and drinking establishment at 434 West 21st Street. Thank you, Lenny. And there is no opposition. And we do have Mr. Rick Hen here. If there are any questions, commissioners, we have any questions? Hearing none, Mr. Newcomb. The uh, motion before you is to recommend the special exception be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Mr. New Dr. Newman. Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with that, Rick. Item number 11, Thomas M. Massey, for a closure of a portion of Willoughby Bay Avenue having a 40-foot right-of-way in line south of 775 West Ocean View Avenue. Thank you, Lenny. The chair acknowledges there is no opposition to this application. Any? Question or comment, commissioners? Hearing none, Mr. Newcomb. The uh, motion before you is to recommend that the street be closed subject to any necessary easements and relocation of utilities. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. And Mr. Fraley? Aye. Uh, that concludes our agenda. Mr. Melita, anything that you have for us? No, sir. Mr. Homewood? No, sir.